You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is Pre-Market Prep. All right, Joel, the most important question of the day. Yes. How, how was EJ, our friend EJ last EJ, EJ, according to Triple D. Yeah. Uh, I Man, I don't know how to rank concerts anymore because I've seen so many, but I just, I'll put it in the top 10, maybe the top five. I mean, uh, his voice is incredible. His voice is uh, holding up very well, uh, a lot better than his body, but uh I'm still standing. Saturday night's all right. Benny and the Jets, Rocket Man, Crocodile Rock. Uh, what else did he play? Someone saved my life tonight. I mean, he jammed it. Then he ended it with Yellow Brick Road, and he asked me and my sister to come on stage and hum in the background. Wow, so, that's exciting. But you know what? We left the house at quarter to seven. The concert started a little after eight. We were back home to catch the end of the Michigan Penn State basketball game where they pulled out a victory. So I could not ask for any better a night. But uh, folks don't want to hear that. They want to hear about the Spoos up 40 handles, 45, 50, 250. I'm just going to tell you before the market got Facebooked. Uh, the high close of the rebound, 77 and a quarter. That's not too far wait, away. Wait, Joel, Joel, can you stop your screen share and start it again? Because there's like a glitch in the matrix here where I'm. Yeah. I'm sure me and Spencer are good, but you are blurry and your voice is I'm, coming through choppy. Is really? it, internet connection's a little bit choppy today, but. but we're gonna part, we're gonna well, yeah, because today. I'm good and Spencer's good. So we're assuming that means. I look fantastic. You. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. Not Let me to try us, the screen share again. Yeah, just try it again here. There's some sort of glitchiness going on. Let's see if we can get the charts up on the screen. If not, I'll go through my own. Um, yeah. Uh, there What's we that? go. There we go. Okay, we're good. Okay. As I was saying before I was interrupted. Yeah. Uh, 77 a quarter, high of the move. 86 has been the high of the rebound. Uh, crude down 37 cents at 88.98. Uh, no major support until you get down under 86. Gold being gold up for 40, 18.32.30. Silver in the green by 11 cents at 23.315. Bitcoin, let's call it flat at 44,250. Bitcoin or Ethereum's up $62 at 31.95. So that's what to take a look at the futures. Uh, Triple D, any uh, any action last night? It seems like kind of you know there was some earnings. It was quiet. 
And you know what it is? It's the Olympics too. Um, You really (laughs) are seeing um, the last two days, like, cause I trade all night, every night, pretty much. And it was quiet. We did obviously have an overnight rally after eight o'clock, but up Uh till eight o'clock, the trade was really quiet. And I do think it's the Olympics. I think there's traders that are watching that and there's not as much action happening. So really? uh, Yeah, I do. Olympic indicator. Well, one thing is there's no CNBC either, right? So CNBC ends at 5 o'clock. So they don't have Fast Money. That's they don't true. have Kramer. And those are retail moving shows, meaning that retail traders watch those shows and they move stocks. So you don't have that moving in. But you can just see it. It's just like quiet. Um, like like just just you know suddenly. And, 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 and yesterday was not a quiet day. But I think, I think it's a little bit to do with um, the Olympics being on right now. This dude, you, you don't miss nothing. You, no, you, I miss lots you, of things. <laughs> I don't know if that's right or not, but no, it's I my mean, theory as to why the last two days have been very quiet. I can tell by my PL because it's not uh, making as much last couple days as it normally does. Although the swing trading PL picked up yesterday. I actually I'm not gonna talk about the specific positions because some of them I'm already up seven, eight, ten percent, and I may actually trade out of them, but I'll just say I did go some risk on yesterday. I put about let me look at look how many swings I put on. I put on going into the swing trading account. One, two. These are all logs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine swing trades I put on long yesterday. So I have been zero swing trades for a while, just focusing on the day trading for the most part because the long swings haven't been working at all. It's been choppy. It, it's been really choppy. Um, the day trading does well on the chop, but the swings do not because I use stops on the swings and they get chopped out of everything. So we'll see um you know we're gonna see how these materialize it's a lot of growthy names it's having a good morning obviously um i put them on actually uh i was i was up in almost all those positions before around the close yesterday yeah yeah around one o'clock and i actually got down with them for a bit because we had that little sell-off from one to two but then the the close when we when you know on the queues when we went from 356 to 360 that put me up in almost all those positions now you have again the tack on moves so a lot of growthy names, a lot of Kathy type names. These are just swings, not long-term investments. Uh, but that's where I was putting a little bit of risk on because you guys, you know, and my catalyst, my catalyst for doing that was uh, was Peloton, um, because when you have a stock that you know reports a dumpster fire quarter, really, and that's what it, really what it was, yep. and they turn around and rip it higher on that. That's telling me that, you know, that could spread. And it did spread into other stocks yesterday. Now, how long does it spread for? I'd keep Peloton as an indicator. Peloton has went red today. So that's not great news for all those all, all those social media darlings there. But it's not necessarily bad news either because Peloton had such a wicked rally. You know, you get a two or three could just hang back. in here for a day or two. It was a crazy move in Peloton. So very, very impressive. Yes, Twitter, I know everybody reached out to me tell me how wrong I was with my call to sell the Amazon pop on Friday night at $35. Yes, it is $37. It does appear to be a bad call, even though it went down to $26 afterwards. It's it's what have you done for me lately. And, you know, yes, I wish, you know, I could be right all the time. I wish I could be right 100% of the time. But in this market, you don't have to be right 100% of the time. You don't even have to be right 50% of the time if you have your winners bigger than your losers. But in any regard here, it was uh, uh, an impressive move for Peloton. I think Twitter cost you money. Actually, I I think it makes me money because I don't think I would have realized Peloton was up as much because it's not a stock I'm actively looking at all the time. 
but everybody was making sure that they mentioned it to me in my Twitter feed every about two minutes. I was getting somebody reaching out to tell me how much of an idiot that I am for saying to sell Peloton uh, hey, Friday night. Hey. So then I was like, well, let's think about this. If Peloton is going to rip Roar on a dumpster fire quarter, well, let's go look at these other beaten down growthy names and let's just start okay, a little portfolio right. of those and, and see what happens. And so far, so good. So I actually think that they're making me money. Well, I wouldn't I'm just belong saying, any of these stocks if it wasn't for Twitter. I know, but when we talked yesterday or the day before and Twitter had um, Peloton had come in, right? And it yeah. was trading down in the pre market, you were kind of like, you were you were kind of looking at it in in the twenties. You were looking at it, but you're you, you're like I well, thought about you? it. Yeah, you thought about it, and you're like, well, then not then you know whatever. We're not going to go in that. Spencer, take over. Let's cover some stocks. I I don't give levels on Peloton, so let's move on. He only gives sweat on Peloton. Uh, let's go to Chipotle. I hit that today. I haven't been on it. I can now Jeez. now that it's had a good update. Joel, what is going? You guys see this, Joel? Uh, Joel is your internet is choppy as heck today, Joel. I don't yeah, know. Really? Your internet's it, no good. It Joel. was not this way a half hour ago, but uh, for whatever reason, who's last... your who's your internet provider? Comcast. Uh, yeah. Do you have a backup internet provider? Comcast. Comcast. <laughs> We're all in on Comcast. Well, there's one. Well, of well, you. I, how come I look okay? <laughs> I look okay. And no, I, no, you're it, gonna look okay to yourself because it's streaming up. I mean, so it, your video camera yeah. is your video camera is not even. It's connected to your computer to your PC. Yeah, it's just. So, it's not, I, I, don't, I don't know what you can do about it right now. Unfortunately, it's just. I we're in the middle of the show. You're, it's livable. Wow. It's kind of like CNBC today because CNBC every every caller they get always looks like this on CNBC. <laughs> the choppy audio. It's literally like you know how good a job we do at on Benzinga where we don't we rarely have that. Uh, but you watch CNBC for more than two hours, and you're guaranteed to have at least two people coming with this well, type of call. Well, that's what happens when you have ten guests every hour. But uh, maybe Joel, that's I, what I it mean, is. Joel, well, I know what the problem might be. Joel, if, if you want to leave, Joel, the tech, back, Joel's tech. If you want to leave and come back, that might do it. But I, I, it, frankly, it, it's livable. But let's go to Pel- uh, not Peloton. Let's go to Chipotle here. Um, man, I, I was wrong on this one too because I said yesterday, and I've said this before that I just am afraid of all the restaurant stocks right now. I just so many unknowns, but Chipotle came out and they uh they blew it away last night. Their earnings per share fifty five dollars fifty eight cents versus a five dollar and twenty five cent estimate. Their uh, revenue one point nine six billion dollars that came in in line. Their comparable sales if you know if you don't know what comparable sales are or uh, or comps as it's also known, those are sales at all locations that have been open for at least one year. So they're taking uh, they're basically taking other other uh, sales at other locations. Uh, excluding new locations and say, Hey, how were they this quarter compared to the same quarter a year ago? Comps up 15.2% year over year uh, versus a 14.8%. So they beat the comps estimate. They beat the earnings estimate. They raised their prices because apparently they're Chipotle and they have tremendous pricing power, uh, which I guess makes sense because everyone loves Chipotle and uh, the stock is ripping. So go figure. And they're a growthy name. That's growth is back in favor, at least for a day. So growthy name, retail love name, kind of fits the whole description of the kind of stock that I'd like to own. I don't own this one, so I can freely talk about it. But got not the, a stock I would like to have owned yesterday. Now, I'm not going to hold a stock into a report on a swing trade, so that's why I didn't touch this one. But it kind of makes sense. You know, even they, they reported a good quarter, and those stocks are back in favor, at least for a day. Okay. 
Uh, we snuck over 1580 and just a, a quiet lake here. So we'll uh, we'll just keep an eye on the on the pre market high first of all. I mean, because we did we did back off uh, 20 bucks uh, from 1585, but. I just look at the right chart here, and I, the fifty percent is probably ooh, the fifty percent at sixteen hundred from this nineteen hundred. To me, I just look at this thing and like, okay, well, if it gets to fifteen eighty five, maybe we'll test sixteen hundred. That's it. That's you know, it's already off a hundred sticks. If it doesn't take out that pre market high first couple brackets, then maybe you get a little bit of a pullback. But hard stock to trade. Uh, they should split it, but they won't. And uh, up a hundred bucks. That's a lot of burritos. No, never say never, but but yeah, uh, I I thought they should split the stock for for a long time now. Um, I, I I don't know why they don't, frankly. I, I don't know why Chipotle and um, uh, what's the other one? Domino's for whatever reason are just like super growthy um, stock. I guess I guess it's because the businesses. But anyway, uh, Chipotle really has no sympathy plays because it's sort of a beast unto itself. But um, kind of, yeah. Good report. I, I, I would argue that same thing. I don't trade anything with it. So, I mean, they, they said they're you know they're paying their employees more. They're they're paying more for food, but they they can keep raising prices. So that's what they're. Well, doing. their prices are so low to begin with, so it helps. I mean, you're not very very sticky, and you know, we're gone are the days where we have to eat lunch for under ten bucks. I mean, you know, that was there for a long time, but I think you know that's gone now. Where you know if you if you're pulling out less than a twenty, you're happy. It seems like now, so I mean you just don't eat for ten bucks anymore. Yeah. Wait. So what they say? They said that they raised their prices four percent uh, in December. Uh, menu prices up around ten percent year over year, and they probably will raise them again. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's not so bad. I feel like I mean ten percent uh, for for a burrito, whatever. I mean, it's the kind of market not to chase in. There's room in this. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. There's lots of room up to 1600 even 1700 But I'm not going to chase yeah. saying it's going there today. It's still the type of market. I think we were saying in the pre-pre-market show, it's going to be a lot of chop. And you were saying it, Spencer. The chop continues. You're going to yeah. see more chop. Just because we go up, you know, doesn't mean we're going to go up the next day, the next day, the next day. It's a choppy market. So I still think you're taking the money and run. When you make 10 15% on something, you're probably taking the money and run. That's probably the call. All right, uh, let, let's move on here. What about uh, Lyft? Let's look yeah. at that, that report real fast. Chop. Uh, <laughs> this 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 sums up this market because off of this earnings report, give the numbers. This is one of the choppiest charts you'll ever see. Uh, Lyft report. Uh, sa- do, do, do sales beat. What are their What are their EPS do? I have to go to a, a different screen here to get that. Uh, Lyft EPS came in. I don't even I don't see that. That's bizarre. Okay, sorry about can that. Can you show the charts, Joel? Or are you capable yeah. of doing that? Yeah. Or well, is it gonna... I I, I can't. How are my charts? Look? I, I keep going back to my charts because Joel's charts, for whatever reason, are not. They're not showing up. Joel's fine. Not but, like they're there, but they're not there. I see them, but no one Should else. Should I reboot? Sees. Yeah, oh, you know oh, what? You're really it. blurry. You want to try? Go go for two minutes. Try to reboot. I think it's, it's your internet right, connection, right, I think though. I think, I think you should reboot your modem. Oh boy. Do you know how to do that? I would reboot my modem. Yes, he goes, he goes, that at me. Yes, he He's like, what the hell do you think, Daddy? You pull the plug that. and you plug it back in. Yeah, everyone knows how to reboot their modem. Uh, anyway, uh, Lyft, uh, the revenue. Me and Joel aren't tech savvy, though. Uh, the, the, the revenue beat. Uh, there he, yeah, he's, he's rebooting. Show the charts. 
Uh, sorry. Well, I'm reading from my pro right now. So I'm looking at the newsfeed here. The revenue beat active riders up 49% year over year. I, I don't know uh, how you can really compare year over year because we're talking about 2021 to 2020 and it's not really a fair comparison. But uh, let's let's go to the chart here. LYFT. Pull it up on the Benzinga Pro. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. This chart was the definition of chop, man, off the report. Oh, your shirts are ugly too here. Let's get closer. What's wrong with mine? Dig, dig in close. It's too far out. That's what it is. I can't see anything. Yeah, this is a one. Uh, that one's not good. All right, fifteen minute chart. This, this is not good. Oh, okay, good. okay, okay. There's just it's all you know. Should change the background or something. I don't know. The all lines right. going. Anyways. Well, the lines tell me when it's the pre market. Oh, okay. Right. This is so. So I don't know if we could dig into that a little bit closer, and it's really hard to tell. But I just remember the pricing action because I was watching it. They lifted the stock, pun fully intended. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm here all day. Actually, I'm here for yeah. you in the next 30 minutes. Here, Dennis, um, how's, that? how's that? Is that better for you? Yeah. So in that first right. candle, you just see the line with the red candle, and you see the little stick on the top and the stick on the bottom. But in that right. first candle, we ran up. They lifted it up to almost $43. Then they tanked it all the way down to $38. Then they brought it back and rallied it green again. This is all the first two minutes. And then they started to leak it. So, I mean, it went up. It went down, it went back up, and then they started to leak it. That was the trading action that I recall anyways, if I'm recalling it correctly. Um, and then, you know, we're kind of just settling in here now. So market very choppy on this report, too. This is what we've been seeing on pretty much all these reports, except even Chipotle went down initially on its report. So it seems like the initial move on these reports is usually a fake out. And that's what this was in the case of Lyft, too, as it ran up to over almost $43, and then they pulled the rug out from under it. So... Um, yeah. So, so it seems like, like by and large, it, it wasn't an amazing quarter. They're still coming out of, um, uh, they're, they're still dealing with COVID effects. They did say that th- there is one sign that the supply of drivers has gotten better. Uh, they said that the average, uh, the estimated arrival time for rides has dropped 30% in the last two quarters. So I guess that just means more drivers on, or I guess it could mean fewer it could also mean fewer people using Lyft now that I think about it. But um, anyway, uh, I, I mentioned the uh, active riders, which was at 18.7 million, um, which was uh, up 49% year over year, but down uh, below the 20 million active rider estimates. So I don't know. It's an okay report. We have Uber okay. Today. Uber tonight. Oh. We'll see what they say. Yeah, and usually if you're the second report and the, and the first one doesn't do great, usually the second one has a lower bar. I would say if Lyft was down today or ends up being down significantly today and Uber yeah. pulls back, that would set up well. But now that they've kind of rallied and Uber isn't even down, I don't know if that trade's going to be there. So I was kind of excited when I saw Lyft down 4 or 5%. I was like, oh, this could be the setup for Uber to have a low bar and actually you know, get up and going. Um, but we're not totally seeing that trading action here now, so I'm not sure that setup still exists. Yeah. Uh, what about what about CVS here? Let me pull up that chart again. This is the 15-minute overnight chart. Their earnings were this morning, about two hours ago now. Yeah. Uh, earnings per share beat a buck ninety-eight versus a buck eighty-three. Sales also beat seventy-six point six for a seventy-five point five billion dollars. They gave guidance for the year. Their EPS guidance was in line. There's nothing wrong with that number. They guided a range of eight ten to eight dollars and thirty cents. Estimate was at eight twenty eight, so I guess it was a little, a little bit light. Uh, the estimate was at the high end of the range they gave, but uh, it's okay though. I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't wasn't bad guidance. Yeah, um, multiple it, problems here for CVS though that are nothing to do with the company. One, it was running up into the quarter, so everybody expected at a high bar, 
And this is just as stupid as this market is. It's all that matters. It doesn't matter. The numbers don't matter as much as the bar. So, you know, and if you're trading earnings reports, I trade earnings reports, this is important information. What's the bar? Is the stock running up into it? Is it a high bar or low bar? Second thing is, what kind of day are we having today? What is the day today? I'll ask, you know, we'll, we'll ask the chat. What kind of day is the day when the S&Ps are up for, you know, 40 handles and the Qs are trading higher? What kind of day is it today? Everything. I, th- I thought everything was higher, but it's a, it's a risk on day. It's a risk on day. CVS is a risk off stock, meaning that it does better actually when the market is going down. It actually, in a lot of cases, has a negative beta with the overall market. So it moves in the opposite direction. They often do. Um, so you've got CVS reporting. If it would actually been a down day, it'd probably be better for CVS, which is absurd to think about, but that's the way this market works. So at least this market that we're currently in. So CVS is more defensive. It's not a risk on stock, which doesn't work in its favor either. Joel, you're back and you look good. Joel's looking good. This now. worked. The hey, Dennis, can, I, can I ask you one question? Uh oh, oh, he's mad at. The, I couldn't reset the motor. <laughs> um. So when in the in the bright office when we did the conversion to decimals, yes. okay, yes, who yes. did all the work on the computers and the server to be able? I think I stayed up to like two, three in the morning a couple times, uh, working on that server. Who did that? <laughs> Not Dennis. Not Dennis. No, Dennis. You're came the in office at, manager. You had to do it. Comes in at nine twenty nine and. 29 seconds smelling like a brewery. <laughs> I was 22 years old. Yeah. You think it's a brewery. I have a brewery shirt on right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm bringing right, my charts right, back. Right. Right. I'm Where sorry. I'll cut you some slack there. Good okay. job, Joel. You fixed yourself. And that's all we needed. <laughs> yeah, Joel is fixed. Yeah, he, I'm he, bringing up my trade station. It'll be out in a second. What do you guys uh, uh, If that shuts it down, we'll blame trade station. If it okay. gets blurry after. Uh, if someone in the chat mentioned end phase, I want to go there next because that's your ripper of the morning. E N P H. I still remember the short report that came out on this stock. It was it was <laughs> well, a year was ago. Worst. That was a bit. That was a worst call ever. That was a miss. Anyway, end phase reported earnings here uh, yesterday after the close. It, it was a beat and a beat, and their guidance was was strong. I guess it was record revenue for them. Yeah. Uh, this, the CFO is also uh, retiring for whatever that's worth. But um, yeah, let's pull up a chart. Look, look at this end phase. Look at this. Let's go to a daily. It's a big move here. Yeah, and it's it been a big move. This is a, all the growthy stocks look. This is, you know, they're all oversold, all massively oversold, and they've stopped going down, at least in the short term, which is why I kind of went a little bit risk on in some of these names, not end phase. Um, but um, you know, it, it feels like in, they're they're all oversold. And it feels like some of them, especially after the Peloton incident, it feels like some of them have some, you know, lift to them. So not lift. ENPH up 25 bucks here, or oh, $31 here now, yeah. sorry, on this report, 22%. This is a rip roaring rally. I do not chase 22% moves ever, no matter if it's a risk on day, risk off day. It's Canada day. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of day it is. On any single day, I'm not buying a stock up 22% because even in the rip roaring bull markets, you lose a lot of money chasing those that big of a move. So with that being said, would I buy Enphase on a pullback? Maybe. You know, if it was to pull back, if it rips to 180, 190, it's going to go without me. The, the real resistance on this is probably up around the 190 area. But I mean, that's still 15 bucks away from here. So maybe there's still some room. But man, 22% off an earnings report. That's a pretty good day right there. 
Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just pulling. Wow, you're right. It just, it made the low and then it started to come off. Let me, before I go to the pre-market, where are we trading? 176 and a half. Before I even throw the pre-market action in here, folks, look at the the upper right chart. Wait, wait, you, wait, share. You, you didn't share uh, it. I got to share it now. Hopefully yeah. it comes out. Wait, while you do that, uh, the short report that I'm referring to, I think was, uh, it was Preston's point. It was June of 2020. Is when that came. So I'll I'll show you on, on my chart. It it was uh, where's that? It was right, right there. Oh wait, right no, right there, right there. That 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 big volume spike right where my mouse is. June when when this thing was at forty six dollars. Short report came out. We're at one seventy six right now. Anyway, here are Joel's charts looking beautiful. Yeah. Hey, I got a great idea for it. Another great idea for Benzinga. Oh, my gosh. So you got another great oh, idea. Oh, man. Why don't you guys start keeping, like, tabs on all these different short reports? Like, everyone, like, where the stock was, where it went to that day. And then, so when you pull it up, you just have your little Google Doc there. And you can say, instead of having to search through Pro. What do you think about that idea? Well, that's also what Pro does. I, I, I could, e- I easily find the short report in Pro by searching for NFA okay. and searching. But you don't have the price. You don't have what happened. You don't have any historical reference. No, you no, have a little. No. Yeah. I'll help you with it, Spencer. Okay. Uh, this one ninety area. I know we haven't gotten up there yet. I'm just looking at all these tops at one ninety. If you're looking for more on the move, you're yeah. still you're still bid at the pre market. You know, it looks like you're bid up here at the pre market high. So that's what I would keep an eye on. Uh, longer term, like if you're super bullish, this thing and you the bottom is in, and we're gonna get a nice all retracement out of this. What was your high? Um, let me move this out of here. While you, while I'm doing that, Spencer, you can uh, you can bring up the next stock. Uh, as far as the earnings, that was kind of there was a bunch more, but nothing super interesting. I wanted to look ahead to tonight real quick because it's gonna be a big one. We got Disney tonight. Yep. We got uh, Uber. I already mentioned this tonight. Let's bring up the the the, the graphic on the screen here. So we've got uh, Disney. We got Uber. We got MGM. We got Twilio. Uh, that th- those are those are the headliners tonight. So what do you think about Disney? That I mean, the, some of the reopening trades uh, have been doing a little bit better. I mean, this is off the one thirty low, but yeah, um, yeah it's it's. Uh, I'm still long it. I I don't think I'd I. Uh, just one second. We got an intruder here. Go, intruder go give alert. your analysis. And... Intruder alert. No, I'm just thinking that, you know, it just uh, over 145, it gets real interesting. Got a couple tops under under 145. So I'm looking at that. Uh, Elton John did not play Circle of Life last night for any of you um, interested. That's from the theme song from The Lion King. That's did the you best know? one. Yeah, he did that too. But yeah, I don't know. Over 145, it gets interesting. And then if you're looking for more, then what do you, boy, you got a quad top here too. There's some good levels. It's tough to call Disney from here. I'm long the half size position in Disney. I want to add the full size. I actually want it to miss. I want it to miss so I can buy the stock um, because I think there is going to be a good reopening trade. I know the Disney Plus, but a lot of that premium has been sucked out of it here. Oh, I mean, it was one hundred and twenty-five dollars. It know, was before COVID started without Disney Plus. 
So you've sucked out a lot of the Disney Plus juice, which is deserved because Disney Plus has not done well enough to compete with Netflix, so it didn't deserve that type of premium. It deserves something, though. Um, I think I think you get back down to 130 area, I think I'll, I'll add to the loser. I don't normally add to losers, but in the long-term portfolio, never frown average down. <laughs> I, no action item for me here. I'm not buying, I'm not selling, but I, I'm not feeling super confident about the short-term future of this stock right now we'll see what tonight i don't know i'm 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 indifferent i've got her in the long-term account though so i don't have to worry about the short term that's a nice yeah this this has gone nowhere i mean they had a period where this went nowhere for years and years and years and years and then it you know the pandemic got it going and then so it could just be blah too right it had It it had one of those periods joel too where it didn't go for years i remember back in like the early 2000s do you remember this on disney i don't know if you can yeah go that's what back. I, but I there was a period one. where it was like for years and years and years didn't move there either it goes into these lulls disney even look at that 2016 to 20 yeah for really since 2016 we really haven't gone very far but if you could go back even further in that chart it I goes will. in these lulls and then eventually starts to pick up again the one reason i like disney long term is i think it's going to be a big metaverse play i think it's going to be one of the metaverse plays because i can i get the metaverse for disney i totally get it um i do think they're gonna you know continue to get better content disney plus i do think they're gonna be skipping the movie theater sometimes to go straight to disney plus with movies then they're gonna be able to you know buy these movies on your disney plus which you know is another source of revenue too and i think the parks are going to reopen i think the parks are going to have a big reopening trade so at a certain point in time here i do think you're going to want to be long disney i agree i don't know if it's into this report maybe the washout (laughs) and then you buy the weakness all right, we're going to have Ivan Finesith join us in five minutes. I wanted to talk about uh, Apple and Square, or I'm sorry, Block together here. Uh, Apple has been working on their own sort of payment solution here, and this is a report from the WSJ out uh, last night that they're going to offer. Uh, Apple has a new feature. They're basically going to let uh, businesses and consumers uh, pay for things. Just All you have to do is, is move your iPhone and bring it near the 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 merchant's iphone and it's going to accept apple pay that way so there's going to be no no terminal or anything like that so if you've ever like used a square uh, payments terminal this is going to be like that but built into the iphone um and so they're they're going after block they're going after paypal um with with this idea uh and they've partnered they've for for the launch of this this uh processor type thing they have uh, included uh, Shopify's point of sale apps. So Shopify is sort of built into this this technology. So it's good for Shopify, not so good for Block and PayPal. Not that they need the assistance going down right and now. Shopify is trading up thirty two bucks here. Square is trading up too. So obviously not that concerned about a full disclosure. Yes, I still own my Square. Yes, I still own Apple. I do not own PayPal. Um, it is a reason Apple Pay was always concerning me for PayPal years ago. This was before Square um, was really relevant. Um, I always thought that Apple was eventually going to be coming for PayPal. Um, and that's a reason I sold PayPal. And I sold it obviously way too soon. So in hindsight, that was you know a big mistake. Yeah. So I don't know. I, they, they've talked about Apple Pay for years being a difference maker. And, you know, here we are probably five years after we first started, you know, hearing that, you know, they were going to really start putting a lot of money in Apple Pay and it's never materialized. Maybe it does eventually. I never liked fighting Apple, so it's not great news for Square or for PayPal, but I don't think I'm that scared of it either. 
as a Square shareholder. Yeah, well, we just covered what, what go to Square, I guess, yeah. of all yeah, the yeah, stocks yeah. would be. Yeah, square. I mean, it's up four bucks, so Mr. Market's helping it out. Well, uh, it doesn't care about the headline, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it would be trading down. Man, just let's give. You got support. <laughs> That's what I'll say. I mean, this yeah. one hundred, we might be looking at this one hundred dollar area and square, and you know, saying, "Wow, how did we not buy this a hundred? Well, I did. Hundred and five. I know. <laughs> I might be wrong. Yeah. I, it scares me that it's been down here for so long. I, it bounced out of there, you know, the, the bounced out of there quickly two weeks ago. Now it's like, now it's just hanging out down here too long. So that's what makes me a bit nervous here. Yes, I'm still long it. I put it in the long term account, and I don't like to just get shaken out, you know, just because we right away. Yeah. Well, in the long term account, I usually am more fundamental. It's like a thesis has changed. Could, mm-hmm. it, could Apple Pay change my mind on Square? It could. I already had that happen to me on PayPal, though. And it was the wrong call. So maybe it's going to be the wrong call not to be scared of Apple Pay now. But I'm say I'm I'm still, you know, I'm still sticking with Square here. It's, it's, it's almost where I bought it. So I could almost get out and just, you know, move move along. But I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be looking back at this and saying the same thing you just said. It's like, man, Square came from 270 to 100. Still, you know, a hell of a lot of growth. Not cheap by any means, but a hell of a lot of growth still there. Dorsey's pretty smart. I don't know. Uh, is he going to eventually like he's kind of moved away from Twitter Dorsey here's a question for Spencer is he going to eventually be moving away from running block too uh, well, I think the impetus for leaving Twitter was so he could devote all his time uh, to 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 block. Uh, I do I do have a friend that that works at uh, Twitter, and uh, we were talking a few months ago. And he said that, like, and, and this has been actually widely reported as well. Twitter for a long time, uh, Twitter has when you stack up Twitter and Square, um, Twitter Twitter was the larger company, but they always felt like the little brother because Jack Dorsey spent more time paying attention to Square, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's where that, that's where his attention was, and so Twitter was like the more mature business and the larger company, but. They had they got less of Jack's attention, so they always there was this like weird inferiority complex going on there. But um, I think the the reason one of the reasons he left Twitter was to, was to focus on Square. That's just from what I read. So um, obviously, I don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. But um, no. so, you know, we give so much credit to you know like Jobs and to so many you know CEOs and innovators. Yeah. I feel like Dorsey doesn't get enough credit. I mean, he has created two monster companies. That person is smart. And, you know, and you're looking and you want to make a bet here on the future and you're like, can Square be, you know, one of the main players in payments? I I think if Dorsey stays behind it, I would be nervous if Dorsey left. That would be a reason for me to sell the stock. While we're on the topic of Jack Dorsey, um, Twitter reports earnings tomorrow. And uh, Kathy Wood is is running, not walking, running for the exit. She that's Polish. She sold four million share. Uh, actually, I didn't, I didn't look last night, uh, but uh, as of yesterday afternoon, she had been selling pretty consistently for the for the past days and weeks. I think I saw one hundred forty two million dollars worth of Twitter shares that that uh, Ark Invest sold. Um, I'm sure it's more now. So um, Kathy wants out of Twitter. She doesn't want to get Facebooked. No, I don't think that. Yeah, that's that's, that's what she's worried about, and that's a verb now. I just made it today. She oh. doesn't want to get Facebooked. Um, meaning obviously that 
we know there's been a lot of attacking of social media platforms by probably TikTok at the most, but the competition is intense in social media. Yep. And Facebook obviously is feeling that. And I think it's got people nervous. When does Twitter report Thursday? Tomorrow. No, tomorrow. 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 Today. I'd be nervous holding into the report too. I have no position in Twitter. I think I would be nervous holding into this report for the simple reason is that you also have Snap that just, you know, you had the low bar Facebook set and then Snap got over that low bar. Well, now Snap has brought the bar back up for Twitter, unfortunately. And just as much as we saw when the mega caps reported, you know, there was a, you know, Apple beat, a Microsoft beat, or a net, yeah, there was like, it, a, it there was like a, a Microsoft beat, a Netflix miss, an yep. Apple beat, a Facebook Remember miss, we were talking about an Amazon that, beat. And yeah. we, this is what we do. This is what I do at Bright Training is I look for patterns, you know, and you try to identify the patterns. And, you know, maybe this is just, you know, extrapolating too much, but it's bar set high, bar set low, bar set high, <laughs> bar set low. So you had Facebook, boom, brought the bar down for Pinterest and, and Snap, and they easily got over that low bar. Have they brought the bar up now, though, for Twitter? That's my concern. And I don't think the Twitter, Twitter is going to be a great quarter. So it's concerning to me. I'd actually be concerned holding Twitter in the report. I think I'm with Kat. All right. Let's bring on our guest here, Ivan Feinseth, the uh, CIO at Tigris Financial Partners. Whenever we uh, we we get too uh, bearish or concerned, it's always bring, good to bring Ivan on. Yes, it is. He is nothing if not consistently bullish. He's a bull. He is a bull. Ivan, what's up, man? <laughs> How are you? And still, I got a big one for you. Still bullish? I am still bullish. Yes. And, I got a, and I got a big opportunity. What do you have? What do you have? You have a name for it. Well, everybody's going crazy about the potential acquisition of Peloton. Okay. I'm going to give you an under-the-radar name that's got a lot going on in is home it, fitness. Is it? Is it Garmin? Nautilus. You go. I see. I see Nautilus. NLS. All right. And you know. Uh, and you know. I I gave this argument too. That like Peloton. Not that I'm bullish Nautilus, but I was comparing. It's funny. I was comparing Nautilus valuation to Peloton. I mean, Nautilus is sitting there worth what, 120 million or 150 million? Right now, it's uh, the market cap's 170 million dollars. Yeah, they got uh, a little bit of debt, some cash, and a great brand name. And they have a fitness app called the Journey app that's very robust. It's still it's a forty dollar a month subscription. They have a very broad product line of connected. Uh, exercise equipment. They got connected bikes, including this Velocore bike, which rocks back and forth. They got connected treadmills, connected steppers. They got um, computer-controlled weight machines plus variable um, weight uh, dumbbells and barbells. They got an incredible product line. You can go to their website, look at their product line. You can look at their app, Journey, J-R-N-Y. And this uh, can be booked. For next to nothing, you could probably buy the company for under a billion dollars, where you'd probably have to pay twenty plus billion dollars for Peloton. Now Peloton's got incredible brand name, an incredible brand equity. But if it were, if you talk about Nike, Apple, or Amazon buying this, they have a great brand name that they can help build brand value into Nautilus, which also does have a tremendous brand name in their lines of Nautilus, Bowflex, and they make uh, Schwinn exercise bikes. So you think Nautilus could be more of a target than Peloton? If I were at Nike, Amazon, Apple, looking at this, and they all are, 
because the in-home fitness market, and I think the convergence of in-home and in-gym is really the play with an app that can carry both your uh, exercise at home, automatically log you into an exercise piece of equipment at the gym, and yes, tie together with a fitness monitor like Garmin. That's the fitness play. But uh, these other three companies, they have brand equity that they can lend to making Nautilus an even bigger household name. But, but who, but who, though? who, Ivan, who, who, would, who would buy Nautilus? Well, I think Nike should. That's probably one of the best synergistic fits. But there's been talk about Amazon getting into in-home fitness. Hey, Amazon could just change the Journey app to Amazon Prime Fitness. Uh, an extension of their Prime membership uh, for an incremental fee. And Apple does have Apple Fitness Plus, but that's a pretty well-defined phone-based app, if you will. But I think that uh, the uh, there's... Unfortunately, Nautilus has not performed as well oh. as it should have in um, the in-home fitness environment. They did see a huge spike in sales during... Um, uh, you know, this lockdown yeah. exercise at home trend, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of value in this little name. I mean, I can just see now from 30 a year ago, yeah, basically, exactly a year ago, it was 30 bucks. Now it's now it's five. So, um, I mean, I think it's worth a shot again. They got the the, the, the app subscription is a few hundred thousand, it's not the few million, uh, that the 2.7 million that Peloton has, but. Again, there's an opportunity for growth here. And uh, the money that you would not have to use to pay up for Peloton, you can put into developing the you know, Nautilus application, marketing. Uh, and like I said, they have I mean, Peloton basically has a bike and a treadmill, two bikes, two treadmills, a fancy bike, uh, a fancier bike, and a large and small treadmill. Um, Nautilus has treadmills, steppers, bikes, a whole lot of equipment. I love the click weights. I have the click weights. I like those. Yes, too. the click weights the are, are very popular. Yeah. Ivan, what do you what do you think of uh, the Q4 earnings season so far? And um, also, I know I can't remember I, I, what your position is on Facebook, but uh, what are you looking at? Strong buy the- on Facebook. Um, updating my report. I was shocked at the sell off. I think this sell off down to the two twenty range is a a. a, a an incredible buy. We saw this pattern before in 2018 when they talked down growth, they talked up investments, the stock sold off from just over 200 to over 100, and then went to four, almost 400. Um, they, they have the, the largest social media platform that they can continue to mine and develop. And yes, so at some point, new... Um, New members will start to slow when you reach this three billion level, but there's a huge opportunity to continue to mine that through the the metaverse and an even more important social commerce concept. Uh, and and the fact that yes, people are looking at maybe TikTok or other uh, YouTube or other uh, video platforms, they still also will come back to Facebook and. Um, Instagram is still a powerful marketing platform 
So I am not counting them out. They've gotten it right so far and they will continue to do so. And if you look back at the history of the company, every significant sell-off, the biggest, most recent comparison would be 2018 was a major buying opportunity. So I think Facebook here at 220. What about, um, what about them doing a, an acquisition to augment this uh, 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 metaverse growth? Do you see that? Uh, absolutely. They've done that before. They, they pulled they that trick out of their hat before. They, they acquired WhatsApp. Major acquisition. In fact, they were criticized tremendously when they were, were when, when they acquired WhatsApp and Instagram, and those turned out to be tremendous acquisitions. And Facebook was able now Meta platforms as the company was able to really create value from significant value from those two acquisitions that they were criticized that they were overpaying for at the time, but now have created a lot of value with them. All right, I, Ivan, give us a, a, a name that you're not super bullish on. I, I tend to lean more bullish and look for opportunities that have potential, so it's hard off the top of my head. But um, I think uh, a, a lot of the staple stocks, you know, like it wasn't surprising to me that Clorox, it was surprising that it got hit as hard as it did, but yeah. I, I mean, when you start to put these huge growth multiples on companies that are not growing, I mean, great products, but um, well, like, what, 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 about like, like, what about a name like IBM, which you, I think you have a, a whole. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, IBM, because there's just so much better opportunity in companies that just are doing it better and just have more growth. And uh, I am shocked that IBM continues to struggle. They have some good concepts as far as that they've maximized the value well of their acquisition of Red Hat. But uh, if you look at all these other uh, cloud hosts, service providers, these uh, AI technology companies, um, there's just so much competition. And these competitors are getting it right more than IBM is. So yeah, IBM has been a disappointment. And I, I also highlight as the fact that why I don't believe in index investing because it makes you own poorly performing stocks. Like you know, Meta. Actually, like Meta. I'm stuck owning Meta. I don't want to own Meta. Well, I'm stuck. You should be happy, not stuck. You should be happy that it's here and you could add to it at a low price. Oh, I'm thrilled, Ivan. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you're going to be on the Disney call tonight because you covered Disney. So, what are your what are your expectations for that report? Um, I, I'm surprised that they've had a few bumps, but they had tremendous growth in their streaming platform and uh, it slowed a little bit. But I mean, look at the, the book of Boba Fett. I mean, it's an incredible show, but I've never seen anything more debated or dissected by the fan base. But people are talking about it, which when people talk about something, it means people will more people will tune in to see it. But uh, I still say that content is king and disney is the king of content and it's not only about streaming but it's theaters and it's merchandising and it's cruise ships and it's uh theme parks and they got so many growth engines that will resume in a post-pandemic world that you know disney is a must-own stock in the entertainment sector here at like 143 or 402 whatever where is that right now Ivan, I've argued for a while that I think Disney is a metaverse play too here. And oh, absolutely. Um, I want to get your thoughts there. Absolutely. They're going to create metaverse immersive experiences from yeah. their content. Another interesting metaverse play to me is Warner Music. 
I mean, because music is going to be an integral part of the metaverse. WMG. Yep. Yep. WMG reported, I thought, an incredible quarter, a little bit weaker following the, the reported results. But um, they have an incredible catalog of music and and music. I mean, look, what would uh, what would cycling be on a Peloton without music or any kind of exercise without music? What would a movie be without music? And music is going to be a tremendously integral part of the immersive experience that the metaverse is attempting to address on the entertainment side. Ivan, before we let you go, what about the elephant in the room, the Fed? It's not that the Fed's not going to derail. I mean, interest rates are going up six, seven, eight, you know, times this year. Next two years, that's not uh, that's not going to spook the market. What you? No, what it's going to help the, the market. What the Fed is saying is that the economy is strong enough to support higher rates. I mean, we are in an artificially low rate environment. I mean, at zero rates, that's not normal. <clears throat> that's what the Fed does to keep the economy from falling off a cliff. You can't put the economy on life support by taking rates down to zero and pumping hundreds of billions of dollars of liquidity. Now Powell is saying the market is strong enough to stand on its own two feet. Uh, the inflation issue is strictly driven by the pandemic's break in supply chains, and I think that will continue to recover. It's also still shocking that the auto industry has was so blindsided by a shortage of chips. But the chip production will increase. Look, Intel is investing. They announced a $20 billion investment in Ohio for uh, a chip manufacturing complex. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can return to being the, I mean, we pretty much invented the microprocessor in Silicon Valley. And hopefully we can return to our leadership position with companies like Intel investing us massive amounts of money. All right, I, Ivan Feinseth, we always appreciate your bullishness. Thanks, uh, Ivan. I, Thanks Ivan for having me on. I always like being on with you guys. Great to see you. EIO, Tigris Financial Partners. Have a good rest of your day, Ivan. Thanks for coming on. You here. too. Thanks. All right, let's do some ticker time. we got 10 minutes left in the day. Drop your tickers for us in the chat, and we will answer as many. We'll discuss as many of them as we can uh, here. I wanted to hit on a couple more quickly, quickly. Um I saw XPEV had some news. They're I, what they're listing in, in in Hong Kong. So XPEV is trading up dramatically this morning, uh, yeah. up to thirty nine dollars. Wow. Um, so why? I, saw, I mean, why? Because it's being double listed. Keep an eye on forty if you're trading this, folks. Triple yep. top at forty, then you yep. get into the. Game. All right. Okay. What else we got? I don't see how that makes the company more valuable, but anyways, bid it all. Um, well. It, it, yeah, I don't know. Secondary pool. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Uh, okay, what else here? Um, you want to look at – let's go to the chat now. Let's look for some names that let's we don't normally to... talk about. What about like um, – yeah, okay, thank you, Darren. Corsair, CRSR, because they also reported earnings overnight here. Um, I think they're, I think the earnings were okay, right? Uh, the, the earnings, the backward-looking numbers were fine. The forward-looking numbers, uh, oh, they were also okay. It was fine, and actually, I actually played this one off the earnings reports. I had in my head if there's any like growthy tech names on it, then of course there's necessarily growthy, but it's kind of fit in that description. If they sell off substantially and the quarters are okay, I was going to bid them. I actually bought this last night almost at the low. I think I got it at 1820. Woohoo! Um, yeah, That's and I sold good. it out an hour later in the 1830? night. 1830. 
no, no, I got into the, I got into the 19 <laughs> handle, but good for uh, you. I just I looked at the chart. I was using the Joel Alcon levels, saying I think it bounces at 18. 18, yeah. The quarter wasn't. It originally popped on it too, and then they turned around and they started to kill it. I'm like, this is going to be one of those. They pop it, they drop it, and they bring it back, and it actually worked out very well just for an overnight trade. I mean, there's, you know, just, you know, sometimes having an opinion can make you money. I mean, I like to trade unopinionated, but in this case, I was like, this has just been what's been happening with these stocks. They overshoot in both directions. And that was an overshoot last night. I almost got MNDT, too, just to talk about that one with it. I know a lot of people have been wanting to talk about it, too. Bloomberg report yesterday before the quarter started that they might yes. be an acquisition target. Yes. And then they sell the stock off on the earnings report, which oh, wasn't even that bad. Dumb. Look yeah, that, I right? know. And I missed it. I was sitting at like 16. Go to the MNDT. I'm, I'm ticked I on got this it. one. Yeah. And I was sitting around 1605. I thought they'd take her just flip it under 16, like when they started selling off. And it went down like 1611. 14, and I'm like, yeah. and then I was like, okay. And then I tried to go up a little bit at like 16, and then I missed it. And then it just blasted back off to 17. I was like, oh. And then I was went 18. So I missed that too. But the right call on both those stocks to be buying the dip. It's an easier play when a stock you know all of a sudden has an m a rumor and then they sell it off in the earnings report a half an hour later that hey the m a rumor didn't go away so especially from bloomberg you know which solid source right. obviously so it would have been a good buy i just missed it a uh, couple things i want to point out here uh it went into the halt so there was an intraday gap right and it gap from 1643 to 1803 so this uh right here this was the halt interday so just think anybody that you know was caught short or shorted it up here that was pretty much a gift uh filled the gap the other thing i just i saw something interesting in crsr uh and i just whoever's looking at this i got a level and it's not just a daily level it's a monthly level you are working on a green candle right now. And uh, those are kind of few and far between in the stock. So if, if, if this stock could, you know, it closed last month at 1954, here you are, you're still trading above it. I mean, that, that could turn it. I, I would lean on that area uh, down to the low of the move, 1768, see how it trades today. Uh, but it's working on a green month for the first time in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven months in a row. So that's a positive thing I have to say about Corsair. Uh, here's one. CCJ, uranium play. What's going on with their uranium? Uh, uh, that's that's Canadian, too, I believe. Uh, Canadian, Canadian uranium. I don't I, I, I can't say. I believe sure. it is. Okay. Oh, right oh yes. Yes, you're right. It says Saskatchewan accounts for half their output. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Canadian play. Um, hey. I have no idea on this stock. I don't follow closely. It's Canadian. I should follow more closer, but <laughs> I, I, I see it's getting a pop up a buck thirty four. Uh, it holds twenty one here. I know you traded twenty one eighteen. It holds twenty one. Then it, you know they're on the upside. They had yeah. earnings this morning, and they raised their dividend by by fifty percent. Wow, they wow, raised that's nice. from eight cents a share to twelve cents a share. Nice, nice divvy. Right Got to hold twenty one. I'll give you a four star resistance uh, moving forward at uh, twenty two fifty. 
Uh, a couple of solar names got dropped in the chat. Jinko and First Solar both got dropped in there. We uh, can all up big because of Enphase. Every single yeah. solar stock is up 5% on a minimum, it seems like, because Enphase is now up 25%. So oh, ENPH, the driver from all. SEDG is its brother-in-law. It's up 10%. I pair trade those two together, work the best together. And then you got them all up. First Solar is up. You know, you can even go to the China ones. Sun runs up. I mean, just go to whatever solar stock runs 7%. CSIQ may be a laggard. It's only up 4% here right now. The entire group, SunPower, which I own, up 7%. Um, big moves for solar stocks. You know, look at that. Uh, the ET- well, Obviously, the ETF is making a move, but if it comes back down to 65 area, I know that's not even filling the gap, but uh, over 65, or you know, if you can get it back at 65 in the next couple of days, Looks like it's wow. old resistance, new support. Pablo asked about GM. I've been watching Ford. I did not realize that GM had come down as much, as far as it did, though. They killed it. Yeah. Morgan Stanley. We didn't even talk yeah. about it. Morgan. It got Morgan Stanley. Yeah. I didn't realize. Did someone for- downgrade it again today? I didn't realize it was below 50, though. I don't think uh, so. It's bouncing back. It was yeah. Yesterday. Well, they got a downgrade. It's not from a super influential firm, but Nomura Instant uh, downgraded GM today. Uh, I feel like Morgan Stanley sold the bottom, but I'm long GM. <laughs> I, I'm I sold half of it All right. into the report. We know I sold half because I was kind of nervous and Ford as well. I've still got half size position in Ford and GM now. So, but I'm still I, I'm eventually going to add to both of those. Ford gave wow. you a look at 17. I did not have it up on the front screen. It kind of felt heavy, and then you had that monthly low right there at 1707. They actually took it to 1702 yesterday. Uh, so. Above 18, uh, right now, uh, t- short-term target, 18.59, then you work into the gap. I'd still like to see it, you know, not go right back into the 18 handle, maybe get a little bit tired, give you a chance here at like 17.50, 17.60, and then lead on that $17 low. Uh, Martin, I, I don't know if this is what Martin is referring to. I think he's referring to CCJ, though. He said that's what the hockey pucks are made from, Dennis. But they're made from rubber. I shouldn't know. Or, that. or maybe that's what maybe that's what they do. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I okay. don't know either. You should have known that. Come on. Okay, no, fine. I don't know. If, if let's do right. let's do Twilio because we have a few people asking about Twilio. They report earnings tonight. Um, super beaten down name. Um, it, but still, I think still a really good company, frankly. Um, but growth stock. Let's let let's see where the growth. Let's see what happens at three. You know, three fifty five. Are we still bull on growth or, you know, so that's going to matter because things change daily around here. Um, you know, growth is in favor for the last two couple days here. Is it still in favor by 355 tonight? That's to be determined. I hope it is because I'm in some of these growthy names and not in Twilio, but that's going to matter. But I mean, you have a bad report. We never talked about New Relic either, N-E-W-R, which is one of the disasters of the day. I oh, mean, man. there is this fear of, like, holding into reports right now because, man, when you're on the wrong side, they absolutely hammer. Oh. I don't want to hold any swing trade into a report right now. I'll tell you that much. I don't want to hold any day trade in a report. Some of these long-term investments, I'm even nervous on some of those holding into reports just because they see this. We see one of these stocks every day. New Relic is your disaster stock of the day. It's down 23% here on its report. And they don't bounce back. It's like when they camera them like this, like it's one thing they fall off 3 4 5%. But when they start falling off 15 20%, it seems like that they just keep hammering them. So from PayPal to Facebook to now new relic here i mean they've absolutely hammered this this hasn't even got a sniff of a bounce really joel it may be a bet i guess it got under 80 this morning but 
it's just been hammered. 80, 80 looks important. Uh, it, it, there was the, uh, it was a triple top on the monthly. It came back down there. Uh, so it looks like on a rebound, but, uh, holds 80. I mean, if you're absolutely, what was this low too? This low was 79.99. So keep an eye on 80. Yeah. Uh, if you feel like you have to strike today or over the next couple of days. You have three but. big disasters of the day. Quinn street, QNST, the container store, TCS and new oh, and EWR. Those How are is the container store still in business. Uh, people need to cr- I, I, I trashed this stock a decade ago and it's still around, so it's still sticking around. It's here still sticking around. People need what is data. the long term chart of this? I'm like, I'm go really long term. We got it. We got seven it. Years. Right, we 10 got bucks it. was good support. Um, go hey, I got a hot guy. Spencer, like... let me know. Let me know if you're going to join me to uh, ask those payment right, questions. Right. Okay. Wednesdays right. with Red Bush. Joel's leaving for a minute. We're, we're going to go see Joel too, but. I want to see the long-term chart of TCS. You I'll pull it, it up. Give me, I'll pull it up. I got Go it. Go as long Go back on, as you possibly pro. can. TCS. Oops, I can't type. TCS. I can go, go get it, too. Go to a monthly. Oh, my goodness. Well, Man. what happened? Okay, so $40. It didn't IPO Wait, in 2014. Nah, no, it's been I, out I, longer than that. I Did it have a reorg or something? It left and it came back, Dennis. Yeah, it's TCS. Uh, it probably never left and buy, came back. Never buy stock when it comes back. A, a no, day. never. They don't turn around. I don't get it, man. I've never got this story at all. I've hated the stock since birth. Um, when I, I went in there with my wife once in the stores, I was like, this is literally the size of a Macy's and it sells only containers. I was like, how is this I, I ever going to one. stay in business? I saw one for the first time, I don't know, a few years ago. I was like, hey, I've never seen one before in the wild. It's um, but it's kind of neat. Like you almost yeah. have to go in there once just yeah. to say, I never knew this many containers could exist, but mm-hmm. it's a storage store, but my wife actually likes it, but I don't get hey, it whatsoever. Dennis, it's a stay at home. I'm glad play. I didn't invest in it's it. It's a stay at home play. People need to get more storage for their home. Well, we don't stay at home anymore. We're on reopening. So maybe that's why no, it's down maybe. 29%, but I'm not buying it. Sorry. Not buying it down 29%. All right. Uh, Hated I- it. If, if you want to uh, see more about this platform on the screen, it's called Benzinga Pro. It's our real-time news and research terminal. The link to get 25% off is pinned to the top of the chat. It's also in the description. I highly, highly, highly recommend checking that out. We got scanners. We got movers. We got squawk. We got charts. We got fundamental research. We got news. We got signals, options, alerts, the whole thing. Watch list, everything you can want. Check it out pro.pensinger.com link pinned to the top of the chat and in the description. Dennis, have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Everyone, I got to hop as well. Live trading with Benzinga coming up next on youtube.com slash Benzinga. This video will end redirect to those guys over there. Everyone, good luck at the open. Hit that like button for me. How many likes are we at? We're at uh, two, oh, sorry, 339. Let's get to 400 likes. That should not be very hard. 400 likes. Thanks to Ivan. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. And as I've been saying every day for the past couple of days, if you see a fake Benzinga in the wild, please email us. Scamreports at Benzinga.com. If you think of it like the airport, okay? If you see something, say something. Uh, All right. I got to hop. Live trading with Benzina going live right now. Catch you guys later. Good luck at the open. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.